Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a seven-figure online coaching business in just two years. Now I'm sharing my proven strategies with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. Grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Welcome to the Taylor DeHaze podcast. I'm so glad you're here. What's up? What's up, guys? All right. So we are talking all about kind of things that I wish I would have done differently or maybe things that I wish I would have done a little bit better or or maybe just me honestly telling you, hey, I'm really glad I did this. So I'm jumping right in today. I don't want to waste any time because the question actually does come to me pretty frequently. Not only just how did you start your business, but kind of replicating that, right? Because Instagram is different today than it was six months ago. It's different than it's going to be a year from now. And when I started my business in, you know, 2019, it is different um, from then too, right? Like there were no reels in, in 2019. Engagement was different. So, and when I started my Instagram in 2012, right? Like oatmeal still got a lot of engagement. <laughs> I always joke about that. So I want to dive right in and make this an episode that is honestly just jam packed with information of what to do, what not to do. And this is a great example of kind of how I, how I coach my clients, right? There is no guesswork with me. Like you, you see what you get and I'm here to make the needle move for you faster. And I'm hoping that this gives you clarity on maybe where you're spending too much time and shouldn't be, or where to spend some time. So I'm going to go over eight key components that are really going to help you, right? I will say this episode is going to be really great for those of you that are on your way to that 10K mark, okay? Maybe you have one client, no clients, 20 clients, whatever, but you're really trying to hit that six-figure mark. That's who I'm talking to in this episode primarily, and I'm sure I'll talk about, <laughs> I'll expand upon that at some point, but like I said, just, you know, reflecting on my business and if you are new here, just a little recap, right? I did create a seven figure business in two years. By the end of 2022, I will have made more than $2 million in my business and it's only going to be three years old in, in August of 2022. So that's pretty crazy uh, to think about that. So I will say I am very fortunate. I'm a pretty strong leader, right? And I'm somebody that you know, takes no prisoners. I'm very relentless. I really just dive straight in. And if I want something, I go for it and I don't stop until I succeed. It's a blessing and a curse because I have a really hard time stopping. But, you know, something that I will say, and I'll get to this point is, is don't be afraid to just bust your ass, right? And that's kind of what I, I'm going to circle a lot of these points back to. But all right, let's go ahead and dive in, right? And I want to know which one speaks to you too, right? Because everyone is going to hit this a little bit differently. So also, if you have worked with another coach in the past, right, and maybe you weren't super thrilled with that experience, you you might find some information here that really does give you like an aha moment. Every coach is very different. I, I like to think that I'm very different than other coaches as well. But at the end of the day, there is just some misinformation out there. And whether it's bad information or just kind of not the right time, we'll get into that as well. I find that there are some coaches that that give you information and it's just not the right time in your business. And, and again, we'll dive into that. So the first thing I want to say is focus on a high ticket offer. All right. Focus on a high ticket offer. I know you want to have a membership. I know you want to have a one-time macro setting and who knows what else, but listen, take it from me. I, and I, I'm going to make fun of myself. You know, I offered so many teeny tiny offers, right? Because 
the person that first helped me kind of kickstart my business, it wasn't really a business coach. It was more of like my friend who also was a coach who I hired for just like just giving me some advice. Her expertise was in design. So I hired her to create a website, which was a, you know, an eight month process. I didn't, I didn't have that when I first started my business. And again, it's not necessary to have that when you first start your business. But bottom line is, is I was told to have some of these offers to make like quick cash, right? And I thought it sounded like a great idea. So I had everything from, you know, a $99 glute guide to a one-time macro setting for $99. I had a six-week program called Six Weeks to Shred for $129. I had a Hitmas guide, okay? That one actually sold quite a bit. But when you think about the price, it was like, I think it was $14 or something stupid like that. Maybe it was $25. I don't know. But regardless... <laughs> I only made about $800 like total ever with everything on that. Okay. So what I, what my point is when you're offering a high ticket offer, I know you're thinking I can't sell that. I can never charge this much. Nobody's going to buy. No, nope, Everyone's telling me it's too expensive. Here's the thing. My high ticket private coaching sold fast AF. Why? Because I sold the shit out of my offer, okay? Daily on my stories, in my post, in the DMs, and I articulated very effectively how my coaching would get you results. It's a very, it's a very key component here. I was able to articulate how my coaching would get you results. And if you are having anyone struggling with the money, right? Now, here's the thing. There are people that truly cannot afford it, okay? But here's what I always tell my clients. If somebody is hopping on a call with you, they want to pay, right? You wouldn't get on a call with somebody if you didn't want to say yes, right? If you weren't curious, if you didn't have some inkling of, of investing or figuring out what they could offer you. So I want you to remember that because a lot of you guys are going into sales calls feeling not confident, scared, timid, whatever. And Again, when you articulate how effective your coaching is, how your methods are different, right? And you bring out that personality and that style that you have because you all have different styles, right? We're all macro coaches, health coaches, wellness coaches, gut health, hormone, whatever, right? We're all in the health and wellness space, okay? You can only say the same information. Like we're all sharing the same information. Let's, let's just call a spade a spade, right? Like we're all very similar in kind of what we offer, right? So how do we differentiate that, right? We talk about investing on our stories. We talk about our story, your story sells. We get in the DMs, right? We really get in there. I cannot stress enough how impactful that is. All right, next thing, building standard operating procedures and key performance indicators, SOPs, KPIs, all right? So if you have it in your head that you want to build a six, seven, or eight figure business, you need to document your processes and track your progress, right? So you will hire somebody at some point, And when your team has no blueprint or track record of how you run the show, it's going to take them way longer to get onboarded. And as for KPIs, you need data to prevent you from reacting based on emotion. Okay. If you aren't landing sales, look at your KPIs. So let me kind of talk about this for a little bit. So SOPs, this is how you do everything right? Even if you have five clients today, I want you to think about what your SOPs could look like. So once you get situated, right? And again, on day one, you don't need to record SOPs, right? Like I need you to feel really good and solid in your system before you bring anyone on, right? So what I mean by this is once you have a good flow, a good rhythm, I would record a video on like Loom or something, 
of how you onboard a client, how you offboard a client, how you perform a sales call, maybe record one of your sales calls, right? How you batch your content, whatever it happens to be, how you start conversations in the DMs. Maybe you create some SOPs for opening liners. If somebody says this, then this is what you'll say next, right? And if you've never thought about that, this is why I'm encouraging you to, okay? And I say this because it's something that I was not doing. So what I mean by this is I brought in an OBM and I'll talk about this later, except my OBM was a VA. This is actually my next point. Um, my next point is hiring a VA sooner. Okay. But before I get to that, so, you know, my VA walked in and, and granted she's great at what she does, but you know, I didn't have any like processes for her. So we spent a lot of time in the beginning, you know, with her asking me questions. Okay. What is your process for this? How do you do this? How do you do that? How do you onboard a client? Right. And so like, if that would have been done, her onboarding would have been seamless. And if you're somebody that's thinking about bringing on a assistant coach, a group of assistant coaches, right? Like you don't want to spend all this time training them on your onboarding process, on your culture, on your community. You want to have some videos set in stone, ready to go, right? So that is what I will say for SOPs. Now for KPIs, key performance indicators, you guys are getting so frustrated when you're not landing a sale and you don't know why, right? Well, I was on my stories and I posted really well and this and that. Okay, cool. Got that. Great. I want to look at, you know, how many cold leads did you bring in this month? How much time per day were you actually in the DMs? Uninterrupted, not scrolling. What did that look like? How many times did you actually hard pitch on your story, right? Those are a few things to think about, right? Like KPIs, they I could expand upon those. And to be honest, I probably should create a podcast on how to create KPIs in your business. But Essentially, everything can be brought back to a number, right? So if you're like, all right, I didn't land sales this month or I didn't land as many sales as I wanted to, I'm going to ask you why. And if you say, I don't know, I'm going to say, okay, well, let's look at the data, right? And if you don't have any, I can't help you if, or whoever, right? You can't help you. So it's easy for me to say, oh, you know, I didn't spend as much time in the DMs or my sales team was off uh, an extra day or whatever it happens to be, right? So again, SOPs and KPIs, bring them in faster. All right. So I kind of already alluded to my next one, but hiring a VA sooner. So I always joke, like I make fun of myself all the time. My dumb ass waited until I was making like 10 to 15 K months before hiring a VA because, you know, I thought I could do it all. I was afraid to give up control. You know, what if they mess something up? You know, all of those things, right? Those fears that creep in, the fears that creep in before you do anything, before you hire a mentor, before you hire a coach, before you hire a team member, all those fears of what could go wrong start creeping into your head. And they're typically, none of them are actually accurate or factual or based on evidence. They're all based in fear. But, you know, I was drowning, guys, okay? So there's two sides that I see a lot, right? In my personal opinion, I think that it's been kind of mainstreamed, mainstreamed, that's not even a word, but we're going to, we're going to say this. It's become mainstream. There we go. Where people are hiring and outsourcing before they're even hitting 5k months. I don't know who said that, who started this, but I'm over that, right? I want you to be able to pay yourself. And at the end of the day, I need you to learn how to do some of these things and build your business and get clients before you start to outsource, right? Outsourcing is a great thing to do, but it's not always the solution if you don't have a business built already. And if you're only making about 5K, you don't need to hire anybody. Pocket that money, right? Save it up to invest in something else. And what I'm seeing is 
coaches have told you to invest you know, in these, in these VAs and you're spending about a thousand dollars a month, but you're only making 5k and then you have 4k left and you have a business coach and you're making like 2k and then you're stressed because you can't pay your bills. Like that's not what you need. Right? So if you only have a VA for five hours a week, I'm pretty sure with 5k months or less, you might have 10 clients. Okay. Maybe 15 if you're really undercharging. But my point is, if I can do it, you can do it. Now, don't make the mistake that I did. I had about 55 clients before I ever hired a VA, okay? And that was a mistake, right? I was making six figures before I ever hired a VA. Again, mistake. I was working probably 60 hours a week. I mean, at least for sure. And, you know, so what I will say is I would have, I wish I would have hired a VA sooner, but I'm really glad that I did wait as long as I did on some days because I got really freaking good at podcast editing and I got really freaking fast at making graphics and I got really good at doing all the things fast, right? And something I'm seeing is you guys are outsourcing early and you're taking your sweet ass time with content. You're not getting any faster. You're stressing over the money that you don't have. You're not really sure if your VA is even needed, but somebody told you to hire once you have one, right? So think about that. Those are, those are things that I just, I definitely, definitely, definitely would consider. Now, since we're on the topic of, you know, dumb things I've heard on the internet, I just want to say too, like, here's an asterisk, but you do not need to run any ads if you are making less than 5k. Hell, you don't need to, you don't need to run any ads unless you're making like 500k plus. All right. I built a seven figure business entirely organic. All right. In two years, that's pretty fucking fast. If you ask me, right? So. I know that ads are popular, but here's what I'm seeing. Let me, first of all, let me just tell you when ads work, okay? Ads work and bring in leads that actually buy from you, right? Whenever you're running ads to a program that is evergreen or something that is a tripwire, meaning like tripwire is, is, you know, you'll click on something and it'll say, before you close out, get my whatever for $7, like that kind of thing, right? So if you're running ads, under 5K months, hell, under 10K months, right? And you're spending thousands of dollars on these ads and you're running ads to your private coaching, okay? I want to reverse the roles a little bit. Imagine if you got an ad for private coaching to a stranger that you didn't know on the internet. Would you invest? Probably not, right? So ads are going to target and do really, really well once you have built authority. The issue with where you're at now is you have not built that authority. So I'm going to encourage you again to work a little bit harder than you might want to right now, because again, like the first year in your business, you are going to work harder than, than you think you need to. Right. But in my opinion, that's going to get you to a place of you know, living the life that most people are not going to live. Okay. So that's what I'll say on that. Right. But what I will say, circling back to hiring a VA, I would say once you're making about six figures, whether it's like, you know, 8K right before that, whatever, truly, when you start to get overwhelmed, that is when I would say you need to hire a VA. Do not just hire one to hire one. Also, do not just hire one because you feel like everyone is doing that. So you should have one, right? Seriously, if you have a question about VAs, I'm not kidding, DM me because I feel like I can help you a lot. An exercise that I have my clients do in Fitness Coach Academy, 
hell, even really higher up levels too, is called automate, delegate, delete. Okay. So I'm going to encourage you to make a list of everything you do in a day, every single thing you do in a day, what can be automated, what can be delegated and what can you delete? What is wasting your time? Right. And what can you automate that would be sent to your OBM or VA. I would also encourage you while you're doing that to track your time hour by hour from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed. If you find that, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed and so busy, and you tell me you only have 10 clients, my question is, what the hell are you doing during the day, right? You can only spend so much time productively creating content. You only have so much content to put out in a week at that time, right? Now me, I spend probably two full days a week working on content in some capacity, whether it is landing pages, sales pages, Instagram, podcast creation, email marketing, right? There's a lot that I'm doing. So for you, you know, I'm thinking five Instagram captions a week, maybe seven if you're really gassing it, but that's really it. Maybe you have started an email list. Maybe you're sending one email a week to your list, maybe two. Either way though, I want to make sure that, that you're being smart about what you're doing. So if you find that during your time while you're tracking it, you're spending four hours a day aimlessly scrolling on Instagram, then we know there's an issue, right? Okay. So that's what I will say. Uh, pro tip also on Instagram, unfollow anyone or mute them if they make you feel lesser than or like you are not where you need to be because fuck that energy. We don't need it. All right. The fourth thing is going to come at no surprise to anyone. Start a podcast. Start a podcast. I think I started my podcast in January of 2020. Pretty sure that came out four or five, six. I don't know. Five or six months into my business. Okay. I knew when I started, I wanted to do that. And I wish I would have started on literally day one. But Lack of knowledge is what prevented me from diving in. But let me tell you, my podcast lands me sales. Okay. A lot of sales, not, not directly, but indirectly. What I mean by that is when somebody is on the fence about hiring me, or if somebody is really interested in working with me, or I'm getting to know them in the DMS, I will send them a podcast episode. Right. And what happens with that is you learn, you learn how I operate, right? You hear my voice, you hear how I'm coaching, you hear what I say, and you get to learn really fast. Wow. I resonate with her. Wow. I would love for her to coach me. Wow. I love her style, her energy, all of that. Right. And so for you, it's a way to show off your coaching. You can also throw in those ads. And I mean, ads, not the paid ones. Like you've probably heard me record quote ads that are talking about FCA or six figure fitness coach. Right. And when you bring guests on, it's also a win-win, right? So it's $0 to start guys. Seriously. The way that I started was using anchor FM app and I just recorded on my phone. You can always shoot me a message if you have questions on that, but starting a podcast is free 99. Definitely start doing that. All right. Next thing, step number five or key point number five, separate your business and personal expenses. I waited way too long to do this. Like embarrassingly too long. Okay. But what I wish I would have done is separated everything. Now you're, you're going to want to be making money obviously before you like kind of open a business account, unless you have, if you have disposable income and you could open an account and just toss over like $10,000 into a business checking account, then amazing. Go ahead and do that. Right. But I didn't have that. Okay. So everything was operating out of my personal account. The thing with that is if somebody were to ever sue you, come after your business, 
your personal expenses would be part of that, right? So you don't want to be held liable. You want your business expenses to be liable and that's it, right? It also makes tax season a pain in the ass and you don't have everything sorted out. So basically my, my steps for what I would suggest is after you've established you know, your LLC, your EIN, do your thing. I would say open up a business checking account and a business credit card. Anything that's going to be automated, put it on the business checking account, right? So like dump in about $10,000 in there and put everything that needs to be automated on there, whether it's paying your team members, Stripe, Calendly, Hello sign, like all those little, you know, subscriptions, right? Like put those on that. And then for your business credit card, you can put like a new laptop or travel expenses or whatever, right? And then nothing needs to go into your personal account. That way you can see everything. And then I would set yourself up on payroll. Please hire an accountant, right? Managing your money is really unsexy, but it's a must, okay? You do need a long-term wealth strategy. So definitely find an accountant, okay? Most accountants are not not expensive at all. I mean, seriously, like we're talking between two and $500 a month to handle your taxes, your expenses, give you, you know, wealth management, all of that, right? I've had a financial advisor since the, 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 the day I started my business pretty much, but I can't tell you how many business owners I talk to that are making even 20, 30, 40K months and they don't have a financial advisor, let alone a CFO or CPA or any of that. Guys, you're running a business. You need somebody to manage your money. So let's think about that. All right, the next one is celebrating every single win. So it's really easy to think along the lines of, I'll celebrate this when this happens, okay? But what ends up happening is we don't appreciate the in-between. Big wins are great, right? Like your first 10K month, your first 50K month, your first 10K day. Oh my God, y'all. The first time I had a 50K day, I was like, damn. And it was amazing, right? But then you know what happened? 10 minutes later, I like kind of forgot that it happened. I didn't forget that it happened, but it wasn't amazing. So... Try celebrating the journey, okay? Maybe maybe the next time you, I don't know, your client really has a great success story, like take yourself to dinner, buy a bag just because, take an impromptu Wednesday off, like you deserve it, we are in the long game. And that's the thing, like the in-between is where the magic happens, right? The wins are amazing, okay? But if you're only celebrating yourself during those wins, it's going to be a lonely and depressing road to building your business because guys, like I was, I told myself I was going to be so happy when I hit six figures. And what happened? I wanted to make multi six figures. And then what happened? I wanted to make seven figures. And then what happened? I wanted to make multi seven figures, right? Or multi millions, whatever you want to say. So eight figures, right? All, all of the above. So my point is, if you don't celebrate the in-between, buying a house, starting a family, like hiring your first team member, like all of those things are really amazing to celebrate. Taking a day off just because no one else has the luxury like we do. And it's so easy, especially if you're like me, to be a workaholic. I genuinely love what I freaking do. So Sometimes it, it's hard for me to take a day off, truly, because I really love what I do. Two more points, guys. So this one is ignore what others say. You're not working too hard. <laughs> so Jessica from high school chemistry doesn't matter, and neither does Aunt Susan. People either support you or they don't, okay? The tough lesson you'll learn is your friend group will change, and trust me, it's for the best, right? I want you to make yourself happy. And while it's nearly impossible to not care what others think, try to focus on this. 
What others think of you has absolutely no bearing on your life. And the sooner you realize that, the easier it is to truly set yourself free, right? Also, what I will say about the whole working too hard thing, guys, if you are trying to really bust your ass, okay, I'm talking to the people that want to make millions of dollars at some point, you have to outwork your competitor, competitors, okay? There is, you know, it's, again, it's been so widely spread that if you just manifest and, you know, you kind of, you're chill about it, work when you want to, like whatever, like that you're just going to have this business. And that's simply not the case. If you look at the people that are making eight figures, okay, they are working their butts off, right? I'm not saying they're not taking some sweet ass time off, but they're managing a team of 30 people, right? Bringing in 8 billion, 8 billion. I mean, that could be it, right? But like, you know, billions of dollars or even like multi-millions, that is not just going to happen on 15 hours a week, right? And so when you're looking at these influencer business coaches, I want you to make sure that you're thinking practically and thinking realistically, because if someone is telling you they are making seven figures or multi seven figures or whatever, and they have this huge team and they're telling you they work three hours a day, I have questions and you should have questions too, right? Do they really have a company or are they just making quick cash, right? Because people do sell out, people do burn out, hot flames, burn out fast, okay? So you need to find people that are giving you the real truth, right? Hi, hello, <laughs> right? Like I was not an overnight success, this was not a trust fund, this wasn't a miracle, but you're not working too hard, right? Like there are going to be days where you go to bed late and wake up really fucking early. There are gonna be days where you are staying in on a Saturday because you need to get content done, right? Like. That's normal when you're building your business. In my opinion, that's really normal for the first like six figures or so, you know, until you really start making enough money to outsource some things that can be outsourced, right? But either way, you're still going to be doing that content. You're still going to work on your clients. You're still going to be building things behind the scenes, right? Like working on that course creation, working on that launch plan, right? This all takes time. If you're just trying to get 25 clients and stop, you can ignore what I said. But I don't think you are if you're listening to this podcast. The last thing, you guys know where I'm going with this. And, you know, whether it's me or somebody else or, or whatever, like invest in a mentor immediately. Okay, truly. I cannot tell you my my gateway to investing was hiring a fitness coach, right? Like I worked with Lane Norton. I worked with Cliff Wilson. I have worked with really amazing coaches and I was making $30,000 a year and I was spending $500 a month on a coach. Ask me how that maths, it, it doesn't. I literally paid my rent, paid my bills, paid for a coach. And I think I had like $300 left a month, which is why I had a part-time job, two part-time jobs actually. So there's always a way to get what you want, but I wanted to compete. I wanted to be a badass powerlifter and it wasn't going to happen by myself, right? When I started a business, I was like, I don't know anything about this but I knew I wasn't going to sit around Googling shit because that just sounds silly, right? And it didn't matter what podcasts I listened to or books I read. I wanted somebody to give me the information for my business, to walk me through it step by step, and then to kick my ass and hold me accountable, right? Like 
That's what you're investing in a coach for because you can listen to podcasts all day, every day, right? I mean, I listen, I'm literally listen, listening to a great audiobook right now and I'm always kind of ingesting information, but it sparks ideas. And then I go and ask my coach about it. Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, here's an idea I have. How can we implement this, right? And a coach is always thinking 10 steps ahead of you, right? It's really easy to get caught in that granular mindset thinking, you know, how can I get my next five clients? How can I make my next $5,000? How can we make your first 500K year, right? What do we need to be doing now to get you closer to a half a million dollars? And then once you're there, what do we need to be doing now to get you closer to seven figures, right? That's how I want you thinking, okay? The more saturated and competitive this industry gets, the more important it is for you to stay in the fast lane. And that is having knowledge your competitors don't. Find a mentor you vibe with, someone you can grow with. Do your homework, hop on calls, get in the DMs. Look, guys, don't be afraid to hop in the DMs of a business coach. If they know better, if they know any better, they are not going to try to sell you immediately. And if they do, get the fuck out, okay? I love when my clients send me screenshots of these weird things that, that business coaches say. Um, one line that has been popularized by several of my clients is that there is a business coach. And I don't even know who it is, honestly, but the, the, the popular phrase is, Hey, so-and-so what happened? Did you get abducted by aliens? If someone ever sent me that, I would never respond. I would block that person probably immediately. So my point is, you know, <laughs> you need, you need to have somebody guys, and you're not going to have money to invest. That's the whole damn point. The whole damn point, right? If you had all this money, you know, it would feel really, really easy. But I'm telling you, there is somebody out there for you. There is a program, a mentor, a course, something for you out there. You have to do your homework, okay? All right, so I hope that these tips were helpful for you. I wanted to make sure this was jam-packed with information because there's a lot of stuff that I did right. There's a lot of stuff that I wish I would have done. And there's a lot of things that I'm seeing on the internet that aren't just simply aren't true, right? So with that being said, guys, have an amazing morning, evening, whatever you're doing, have a great day, but take something from this and start implementing ASAP because building that business of your dreams can happen, okay? But the longer we sit, the longer we stir, the less action we can take. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Taylor DeHaze podcast. Love the episode? Share it and tag me on Instagram. Have a question? My DMs are always open. Until next time, bye y'all.